The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Julia! Only half of what you say is meaningless? Good for you, John. (laughs) Jesus. So, I would consider half of what I say is meaningless, but I say it just to reach you, to be one of the best lyric couplets in the Beatles catalog. The problem is, John pretty much ripped that line off from Khalil Gibran. Damn you, John. (laughs) Be that as it may, though, Julia's great. Uh, whether or not you know the backstory, which is it's about John seemingly making peace with the death of his mother when he was a teenager. It's also a love song to Yoko, who was the ocean child. I'm a bit of a sicko. To me, one of the best parts of the song is you could still hear some residual pain in John's voice. Um, the naked rawness of when I cannot sing my heart, that line. It's one of the few times his voice is a double tracked. Um, it's greatly appreciated, and something his songwriting partner could never do. Yeah, absolutely. He Paul would never do this, <laughs> and it's odd to to your point. And, I, and for what's worth, I don't think you're a sicko. It's like you're, <laughs> you're, we're studying. You're, you're studying this from afar, and just kind of uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're looking at it from a distance. You know, you appreciate the delivery, or you know. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily acting, but, you know, the performance of it. Um, Yeah, it's odd to hear his voice so uh, vulnerable. And as we'll talk about later, it's like the only time we get to hear him solo Mm. so far in the catalog, which is kind of funny because, like, Paul's always said that all he wanted to do was be a band, but Mm -hmm. he did a lot of things by himself in the catalog where John, it took him until now uh, to strike out on his own. Now, I know he struck out on his own first when he left the group, but, you know, you know, he always seemed to work within the band context when he was here. So, anyway. Right, and then he, the when, he complained when Paul would work alone. Even, right. Yeah. And I don't think there was a problem with them doing that, obviously. You know, it's, you know, especially at this point, it's just like we're under the umbrella of this thing. Mm-hmm. But, anyway, I thought, I thought it was kind of an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. Something to ponder. Ponder, yes. Julia was written by John Lennon for his mother, Julia, who died in a road accident in 1958. It is the only solo Lennon recording in the Beatles canon, as you mentioned. Uh, Julia Lennon was killed by a car driven by an off-duty probationatory, probationary police officer when John was 17. Julia had encouraged her son's interest in music and bought him his first guitar. But after she split with John's father, John was taken in by his aunt Mimi, and Julia started a new family with another man, though she lived just a few miles from John. Julia did not spend much time with him for a number of years. Their relationship, though, began to improve as he neared adolescence. And in the words of his half-sister Julia Baird, as he grew older, John would stay with us more often, He and Daddy got along well enough, and in the evenings when our Daddy, a head waiter, was at work, John and Mummy, Julia, would sit together and listen to records. She was an avid Elvis Presley fan, and she and John 
would jive around the room to Heartbreak Hotel and other early Elvis recordings. John inherited his love of music from her, and she encouraged him to start with piano and banjo, making him play a tune again and again until he got it right. I lost her twice, Lennon said, once as a five-year-old when I was moved in with my auntie, and once again when she actually physically died. The song was written in India, of course. Like Dear Prudence and Happiness is a Warm Gun, it contained the finger-picking guitar style taught to Lennon by Donovan. Donovan later explained that John told me he wanted to write a song about his mother. He said, Donovan, you're the king of children's songs. Can you help me? Oh I want to write a song. Everyone's just going to Donovan. <laughs> Poor Donovan. <laughs> I just try to meditate. God damn it. <laughs> Peace and love and all that shit. <laughs> and he didn't get a credit. No. Find out about years later. Oh my god. Uh, can you help me? I want to write a song about the childhood that I never really had with my mother. He asked me to help him with the images that he could use in lyrics for a song about the subject. So I said, well, when you think of the song, where do you imagine yourself? And John said, I'm at a beach, and I'm holding hands with my mother, and we're walking together. And I helped him with a couple of lines. Seashell eyes, windy smile. For the Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland field that John loved so much. Sections of the song were adapted from the poem Sand and Foam by the then-fashionable Lebanese poet Khalil Gibran. The opening words that Julia were taking from Gibran's lines, Half of what I say is meaningless, but I say it so that the other half may reach you. Lennon also adapted the lines, When I cannot sing my heart, I can only speak my mind, from Gabrod's, When life does not find a singer to sing her heart, she produces a philosopher to speak her mind. Other imagery, including seashell eyes, was also taken from Gabrod, who also did not get a songwriting credit. Great artists steal. steal? Yeah. As an exorcism of years of hurt and regret at losing her, Julia marked the point at which Lennon laid bare his soul after years of writing allusions to mother-lover figures. The song applies that he has, in Yoko Ono, finally found a love to equal his mother's, and was thereafter free to lay his soul bare to his new muse. The Beatles had recorded a demo of Julia at George Harrison's Esher Bungalow in May 1968. Although very similar to the studio version, it appears to contain vocal contributions from other members of the group, and ends an ad-libbed whistling. Julia was the last song to be started for the White Album. Lennon recorded three takes of the song at EMI Studios on October 13, 1968, double-tracking his vocals and acoustic guitar to the last of these. Only three. <laughs> By Will was 68? <laughs> yeah. The mostly instrumental take two was later released on Anthology 3, along with some dialogue between Lennon and McCartney, who was observing the recording from the studio control room. What a creep. Boy, uh, what's that song? Oh, what is this about you, dead mother? Julia was originally released as the final song on side two of The Beatles on November 22, 1968. In 76, it was released as the B-side of the Obla Diobla single. John must have loved that. I'm sure he loved that. Coinciding with the 50th anniversary of its release, Jacob Stallworthy of The Independent listed Julia at number 13 in his ranking of the White Album's 30 tracks. He commented, the first disc ends on a sanguine note of Lennon's ode to his deceased mother, Julia. It remains the only Beatles song he wrote and performed by himself. 
Love count five. Just like Another I will. Another fiver. Yeah. Huh. Josie scale. I give this a yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, if I don't know, I guess I have to give it a Josie. What's what's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? I think when this come, this is a skipper for me. Hmm. Uh, it's a beautiful song. Like this is not to be like I don't like it, but I definitely skip it, and so much of it's stolen. Yeah. That's a good point. So, you know, Hesitant Josie, I'm going to gonna go with. All right. Yeah. And I'm not getting back at you for not liking it. I will, I promise. No <laughs> duels. No duels. <laughs> no duels, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even though I am in New Jersey and everything's legal here, yes, as, mm. as we all heard. The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band Someday we'll judge if they're fine Oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine